The Italians were good for one thing, and that was news. In no. Hello, and welcome to the Cowboy for Game Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. I'm your host, Jake. Today, we are joined by Ben from Nolan CCG. Hello. And returned by Andrew from Cowboy for Game, believe it or not. Your local Thunder player. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's almost like we just have a rotating cast of Flunder players coming <laughs> to this podcast. Yeah. Wait, who it's... else is rotated with Flunder here? Blake. Yeah. All he does is just play Flunder online. Yeah, I suppose that's fair. Yes. Uh, how was our week in Yu-Gi-Oh? Uh, let's start with Ben. Um, yeah, my week was alright. Tuesday, I had already abandoned it, and I was like, I literally don't care about how my Tuesday goes. I showed up with, like, half-baked Torelement, <laughs> and I was like, my stuff just hasn't arrived in the mail yet. So, let's just go we'll play what we play and then we'll figure it out from there um i can't remember how i went i think i went like x2 or something and then next day all my stuff gets delivered uh so then we come to today i'm playing dragon maid Uh... (laughs) (laughs) makes sense i I was playing half-baked here because i didn't have it and then when i got it i was like dragons (laughs) well i haven't gotten the the, uh ishizu stuff yet that doesn't. Oh, that only arrived in Australia on Friday, so mine won't arrive till like Wednesday, Thursday next week. Um, is this sense. is the part where Jake realizes that I bought it and didn't tell him. Uh, <laughs> I, know. I know you told me uh, how you got it. Okay, yeah, true. There we go. This has been telling everyone, but not to tell everyone else. Yeah, I was like, I'm <laughs> getting this. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> uh, um, to be fair, Dragon Maid got jacked with uh, all this yeah, steel sport and steel stuff. other stuff. It's a good deck. I was saying it reminisces me of Orcus a little bit, where I'm like, oh, it's this, but just also Fenris and also Mistyul and also stuff. Just like throwing them all around. Like, bah, bah, bah. It's a good synergy, though. It works well when you draw well. Um, in my game threes today, I did not draw well. It got a bit brutal. Um, yeah. Overall, I'm enjoying the deck. I'm going to play it for at least probably like the next week or two until I'm like comfortable with the Shizu tier, and then I'll play a Shizu tier probably for the rest of the year. That's going to be fun. I'm going to really, really enjoy playing the same deck for a, I feel like I was going to say like three months but I'm only playing it for a month well mm. by the time I start playing it it's going to be a month after one month years. and a half yeah yeah whether we can or not we'll find out yes uh, Andrew band. um this week Tuesday was good uh, I got to the finals undefeated uh, lost the finals to Leo so first time in a while I've lost to uh, Telemans with Flunder the, uh, the new support makes it a fair bit harder to crack the um and some of the old stuff that they're now playing, so the spell and trap negates and some of the other things, it's a little trickier. Then you're lightning storm the back row, and then it's like, yeah, you get rid of it, but then they all seem to do something. Yeah, they all do something when you pop yeah, them. Yeah, I'm, Everything's like, I'm like, I can't win either way. But, um, yeah, that was pretty good. And then uh, today, I decided to play Drake Slayer, because I got all that stuff from in. I finally got enough. Uh, look, it didn't go super well. Um, but, yeah, I was still happy with it. I'm still learning it. That's That deck's like really complicated like there is a basic strat- uh, combo which I've probably still stuffed up um, but I think that the tricky part I've found is that you, there's a lot of times where you summon from deck yep. and it's knowing in between 3 and 7 moves later which one you actually needed to have been on the field did it need to be yep. the tuner did it need to be the spellcaster did it need to be the other one have I left enough in deck to uh, continue pushing and playing have I left enough of the right scale to search to fix it up later yep uh, surprisingly complex and needless to say I'll be playing Flunder at YCS because that is pretty damn straightforward <laughs> did you shift to uh, them? yes uh, oh. I didn't shift it today oh you played I was you, playing Dragon you played it today. today no no I'm mean, playing at YCS it's like, did you oh. shift to them? yes oh yeah he uh, was predicting yeah. the future I that is the game plan um, just draw shifter takes a lot of skill 
And Actually, it's good. Just on that briefly, I was watching um, the stream for YCS Pasadena this morning. Mm. Um, literally, the first thing I tuned into was uh, Game Three of Round Two, I think it was, which was Tier vs Flunder. Uh, Flunder went to D Shifter in uh, draw phase. They dropped Herald of Orange Light with one of the mills, uh, milled five, and they were all five different tier names. Good lord. <laughs> It was kind of bonkers. I was like, holy shit. Sometimes you just win. <laughs> yeah. Just get good scrub. Like, far out. Yeah, I was very surprised by that. Um, so, my week. Um, didn't play Monday, didn't play Saturday. Uh, Tuesday, I Bandit had... Wise, like, we play Monday and Saturday. <laughs> I know why you don't. So I don't know why you don't. You all attend just to watch Andrew win on a Saturday or a Monday. <laughs> well, not soon, because I'll have negates for the shifter. Literally, the only thing that complicates that matchup is the shifter, and to an extent, the other thing. Alright, sure. Uh, but anyway, um, so Tuesday, I had enough of the new stuff that I could play it, because um, I bought a few packs and pulled um, the Rukalos, and I'd gotten some other commons and stuff, so I was playing sort of a slap-together, sort of mid-ish tier element. Basically, just the Rukalos is like bonkers and then the new stuff is really good my favorite of the new tier element cards though is the spell and trap spin that card is fucking so good mm. yes but i like scream better they're both good i Don't think scream is the best card scream has more overall utility because it does more when it goes to grave when yeah. heartbeats goes to grave it doesn't do as much it's the it's like scream reinhardt is like the the ideal opener now right i think I so think. Yeah, yeah pretty much yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my favourite of the new ones because that was, again, one of the things that tier elements didn't have before yep. was spell and trap removal that wasn't a trap. Yep. So now yep. having that and not and not being as restrictive as some of the other cards because all the other ones needed tier element on the board to activate. This one doesn't. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they did get a solid boost then. I could really feel uh, that in the finals that I most recently had. I'm sure that'll be on the Ben's channel at some point. But um, yeah. I was like, oh, there's a lot more teeth in this deck now. It's not just mill and summon. It's, yeah, a bit of back row control now. It's kind of really changed um, how it feels like to play against that deck. It would help if I've got my hands on it to actually feel it. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll figure it out eventually. Uh, and then today, um, I just had two of my absolute worst matchups. Uh, both of them being Exorcist. All hey, I almost do Exorcist today as well. All I wanted today was to verse fucking Element. I was like, give me Element," And then I just didn't verse Element all day. <laughs> in, in jo against Josh in round three, I was like, finally, a white deck. And it like mattered that I had the bestials. And then he activated Super Factorial to like XE summon. And I was like, I've got this. Activate my call by the grave. Realized I played the Incapone column and just scooped. He didn't even realize I'd played the Incapone column. I like, did it. And he's like, oh, so I can't XE's anymore because it's this. And I'm like, no, I'm scooping. I activated the Incapone column. It's game over. I was oh, like, yeah, my bad. Ben, 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 Ben. He's uh, the best up to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Exorcist are hard fucking just because, um, like, the monster's one thing of, like, the banish, tag out, banish, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It was more that he had four back row and I had not nearly enough removal. Because, like, one was called by, one was another banish. Yeah. Because, like, if I'd been able to clear at least one of those back row before I started, I'd been able to play through that board. Game one, when you played Chad round one he uh, activated dimensional fissure and then also had the macro set oh yeah yeah that was uh no that was game two because i had oh, the, the cosmic set okay he's like had the yeah dimensional fissure i'm like looking at the cosmic i'm like oh it's not a lost cause like we can we can do this so cosmic that he's like on resolution flip I'm... macro i'm like 
Yep. <laughs> back, back here when that deck's getting super to, to be honest, actually, I was able to play through that as well too. It was like it was the extra two banishes that he had spot removal. So it was because I had um I just opened really good. It was like Luster Penalm and Purple Poison. I checked Purple Poison. I'm like, oh, this doesn't have to be anywhere. It just has to be destroyed. That's fine. Yeah. And then it was just yeah, on activation of Luster, flip this, banish Luster, banish this, and I'm like, yeah, all right, fair enough, we're done. But <laughs> um, yeah, Exorcistic is like obnoxiously powerful off of very few cards yeah like martha has made that deck obnoxious yeah yeah it's obviously it depends it gets, on the matchup too yeah however it does play in the beer oh yeah the standard if, open is exactly it, five summons yeah keep that in mind people I was, exactly five summons to be fair i didn't get to verse a lot of the the standard meta but like i was just thinking that today i was like man i'm pretty sure nib would have like done really well for me today like in pretty much every match i was in I think is it Rukalos is the card that can negate Rukalos is the one that negates Nibiru okay that's why it's no longer as powerful against Tyrol yeah and also like even if they don't happen to get to a Rukalos most of the time the stuff that you're sending depending on timing is like oh no anyway Mm. yeah it used to be a point like if they got to their end board you Nibiru they're done yeah but now they're setting up a Rukalos at a point where it's like oh I can nib them but it won't matter yeah it doesn't do anything Mm. I'm iffy on whether or not I want to Taking him out. I think my side deck at the moment is going to be problematic for Dragon Maid. I need to make some slight changes. My side deck is garbage. I need to change it. I sided heavily for Flanderis, and Andrew was like, I'm playing this. And I was like, I knew you were playing this. Still sided for Flanderis. <laughs> but here we are. That's the key to winning your wife's yes. Just, just, side you know, just side correctly for yeah. all 12 of your matchups that you don't know. Exactly. Very good. Very, but very good. How's the news this week, Jake? Uh, there's a bit of news. Uh, so we'll start with the uh, upcoming Battles of Legends set. We didn't start with Master Duel this week. We didn't, because there's not much to talk about. Good. Um, but uh, <laughs> we have some leaks as to what's coming out in that, in terms of rarities and actual cards. Uh, so it looks like Thunder Patrol is getting a reprint, because uh, we've got... Uh, is it Blackbeard? Yeah, Blackbeard. Yes. Link is yep. getting a secret. Yep. Um, we've got uh, number two, Zero Mosquito whatever that card is I think it's like Dust Mosquito or something like that um, I think it's the true number card because the current number 2 is not the real number 2 yeah, or something something numbers I remember seeing it pop up in some list from the OCG but I can't remember what it does it's decent it's quite decent yeah it's a rank 2 so it might give some utility yeah. to Sprite depending mm. on what it actually does uh, we've got Numeron Dragon um, that's been a sort of needed reprint I think, yeah. I think it got printed in the last uh, Battle of Legend uh, the one no before. it was reprinted in the um, Legendary Duelist reprint set that's the yeah. one they traditionally gets used for OTKs right? yes, yes. Yep. yeah the rank 8 OTK thing yeah uh, Celine the Link 3 gets a secret reprint <sighs> just after I bought one like yep. a few weeks ago you have just yep. paid like what did I pay like 50 bucks for it or something or yeah, yeah. something obnoxious it was a stupid price considering like only Sky Striker was the one really using it, and even then, without help, they weren't really. They weren't using, using it. it anymore. Yeah, and the um, how far off is that? I think it's is it secret that print or that's secret. That yeah. secret. Yeah. yeah. How far are we off on that? It's I don't mid, actually know. I think it's mid November. It's, oh, so uh, it's it like oh, next week. Sorry, no. Where are we now? It's like our late November, early December set. Okay. So depends yeah, if it goes delayed in the next month or okay. so. So I yeah. do regret my decision. <laughs> in summary. <laughs> Uh, we also get uh, one of the evil twin links is here, uh, Lila. So more than likely we'll get some more yeah, of the evil twin reprints, which is yeah. kind of needed because like those ultras are going for about fifty bucks each. Those mm, links, it's yeah, kind of obnoxious. Um, we've also got uh, Artemis, the link one for Magistus. Yep, yep, that's getting a secret, which is nice. Needed a reprint. Yep, and we've also got um, Heavenly Spheres getting an ultra reprint. 
It came in ultra, didn't it? Yes, yes, it did. Oh, good. <laughs> some variety. Yeah, I really love that uh, that change of pace. Yeah, it's really good, Konami. Very good. Couldn't give me a secret rare. You know what I was missing? No, no, like, uh, they couldn't give you that secret rare because they put that into Fusion Destiny. Oh, uh, good. good. <laughs> I was just thinking on my uh, copy of Scales, I was like, you know what would make this great? Slightly changing the small letters under the picture. Like, that's that's just yeah. what we need, bro. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Very good. Um, also confirmed today, because it's the giant card for the YCS that's currently happening right now, uh, Doodle Dino is the secret Oh, uh, yes, Doodle Dino. Mm, big yeah. Doodle. Yeah. Dino. Big old T-Doodle. <laughs> yeah. Yes, because Dino really needed another way to pop cards and interact off turn. Ah, it's fine. Yeah, actually, I mean, they lost house. Let's be so. honest. We, we've yeah, we've lost um, like that's that deck hasn't been able to do anything for ages since what Misk went and unless you definitely won Misk play yeah. against the one person at locals who's playing it and he opens the absolute fucking nuts against you both games. Literally, <laughs> you should have seen he opened nuts against him and me. I against, literally never lost. I remember. So. <laughs> I can't. I can't sympathize. So <laughs> against me, he opened uh, Super Poly, Call by the Grave, and Pancratops, and still had enough to do combo off the last two cards. Mm. I got hit with uh, game one was OV Raptor branded fusion four hand traps, and uh, game two was uh, triple fossil dig two hand traps, and I was like, cool. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. This is just everything. Just open good. Um, the one thing that we don't know about this, and it'll be interesting to see what they actually do, is they traditionally reprint a prize card in this set. I think we've had this discussion before. Like, off-camera. I don't think you can do that this year. Yeah, well, I was running through my head of, like, what you'd yeah. actually read. All of the old ones except for Blood Mephist have So it'd be Dueling Dragon, right? Dueling Dragon or Blood Mephist, but Dueling Dragon's only just stopped being a prize card, so I just don't see them doing it. It's also it. useless, so, like, they probably could and it would make zero impact. Like, yeah. true. Like, I mean, and that's saying, like, Dueling Dragon's stuck around way too long, right? Because of that, it's like, yeah. YCS is... Well, yeah, because of the delay that we, we had, had, they never... Three refreshed. years like, of Dueling Dragon. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. We should be, like... What, another two prize cards ahead by now. Yeah, if, in uh, a yeah, that's a, that's actually a fair point because we've had Dueling Dragon for so long. Like there should have been that vanilla that we had should have come into rotation a lot sooner. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you compare it to the time of what, um, let's just go back to my favorite YCS, twenty seventeen, where we had uh, for no reason at all, um, where we had Kaiser Utopia Kaiser, Utopia yeah. and then like yeah. what was the time frame between that and the? They normally right? change it every worlds. No, I mean, like, between oh. when we got that uh, came out as a prize versus that got a two and a half years. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, we are about due for Jewel Link's Dragon to come in this. If it does, if it doesn't, it really doesn't matter. It's a garbage card. <laughs> it yeah, no do one's going to play it. I think that's good, though. Like, I think that's a nice, in a way... I've said this for a long time. Because yeah. the problem cards, is they're legal, right? That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. legal, but, like, if you want to talk about scarcity, like, a Shizu card scarcity has nothing on a well, prize card. Yeah, of course not. Yeah. We did hit that point remember uh, the YCS Minerva? with well Minerva's one but we also hit it with Chaos Emperor Dragon Chaos Emperor Dragon but that was True. a prize card and then Jesse Cotton was like you can play this in Thunder Dragons <laughs> yeah off we go Thunder Dragon yeah. Link just I found that super obnoxious when they were doing deck lists and deck profiles online this? as well it's just like it's kind of necessary uh, I'm playing oh, Dark I'm playing <laughs> Raw I'm playing this $2,000 prize card yeah <laughs> That's in his uh, current list as well too. I was, I was watching that uh, yesterday. I think it was on Dueling Book or something like that. Just yeah. And yet again, he's made the price spike because like they're yeah. going for absurd money. Yeah. It's now. like it's like a hundred dollars for the secret. It's, it, it's such a nice. Um, yeah. It's such a cool deck as well. It's like just sixty card, just push, push, push. Effectively like reminiscent of old Dragon Link. I was yeah. like, That's cool. I'm not gonna do it, but it's mm. cool. A, a, a fat deck that likes to put <laughs> stuff in graveyard. Yeah. 
Where else could you see that in this format? Oh, it has all that stuff. It's like literally, it has cheese, it has a shizu, it has thunder dragon, like it has bisted in bisted. there. Yeah, no, it has bisted in there. Yeah, has uh, a few other things like that. It was like, I mean, the dude's a genius, right? Like he fucking he gets the results. It's, it is what it is. You can't call it luck when what? you're like winning I wonder if YCS he's after playing YCS that after at the YCS today. I don't know. Because he was... In hindsight, like, we will know. Yes, by the time By the time you hear this, it'll be Yes, yeah, so this it will sound like confirmed. a stupid question by the time you hear this. It's currently... I think they're playing round nine, day one right now, as this is being filmed. Mm. So, when this airs, it'll be over. Yeah, um, just on that quickly as well, what are we thinking in terms of end result? Terrell, um, she's you. You reckon it'll just pack out top? I reckon it'll be heavy. Yeah, I think, like, so for example, like, on, on the point of, you know, as much as Funda triggers people and all the rest, I... Like the ability, there are so many scenarios that pre Ishizu you would just have locked it up with Flunder, and yeah. now you haven't. Yeah. Now they've got their Horror Initialite. Now they've gone having a soft turn beforehand. I think Flunder, as much as it cops some hate, was a great is a great thing that keeps that in check, and people have to respect it. Or maybe it whittles someone down. I yeah. don't think it's going to be able to do it this time. Like I reckon we'll have what is it top thirty two? Is top one or sixty four? I think it goes to surely sixty five. It's nineteen. It'll be like it'll almost sixty four. Yeah, it's almost like two thousand people. We're there, pushing right? one twenty eight because yeah. like two fifty six is one twenty eight. Yeah, uh, well, there are two thousand. So two thousand forty eight yeah. should be the thing that breaks it into an, the next yeah. bracket. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, so just under that, so it'll be top sixty four. Yeah, my prediction then would be. I'm I'm actually going to go as far as saying I think there'll be over fifty five. A Shizu tier element out of sixty-four. 64. Yeah, I reckon yes. it. I reckon it's just that good. It's um, simply going to be a case of that versus Exo or Flunderis, and did they see enough shifters to stop them? Yeah, exactly right. That's exactly. Be the did you win the die roll enough? Wins game one and three. Kept your barrier on field. Cool. Yeah. You've won. You've or you've opened shifter each time. That's going to be the variance. Hundred um, percent. I did see a rather interesting list that popped up on camera where it's they're playing tier element sprite just to play Sprite on their turn one, so that when their opponent starts playing their Ashizu stuff, they start hitting their two elements on the off turn. That's funny. Because the gigantic Sprite turns off the Magnemites and everything, Yeah. and it's like, cool, you can't you, you can't steal me anymore, you can't do this, I'm just going to set up a Sprite board, and then when you start milling my deck, I'm going to play two element. And then all my deals are also going to fly out. Yeah, it's they like, just hit the Ashizu, start milling, they're like, oh shit, I bought a board, no! <laughs> what do you that do? That would actually be really funny to, like, play something that's not traditionally mill and then you just yeah i i like that idea mm. i'm not gonna play it because i don't want to buy another engine but <laughs> i love i love that everyone's starting to look at all these bloody ridiculous um techs to potentially run so even Chaz was showing me today apart from the ones we already know necoman and or whatnot uh yeah I, i'm not even pretend to remember what the name of it was but some sort of spell and it's just like uh if it's milled your opponent can't special i think it is or something like that uh hmm. oh no no sorry no it was if it's milled no, I'm thinking of the field spell. Sorry, no, he had a field spell that was... Um... Was it a continuous spell? Yeah, no, no, it was a field spell. It was like if you're on your third summon, the thing ends. No, he did have one for mill. Oh, yeah, the mill? There, is a, there is a field spell that's like summon limit. It's like um, each player can only summon three times. The second they mill, uh, Do summon the third, the third time, their turn ends. Yeah. Oh, Um okay. No, there wasn't. Sorry, I'll have, to, I'll have to circle back to it to remember. But there was some other... There's been a few interesting ones that are just like, if you mill this from deck... This happens. Like, yeah. we've got the Necro, and then there was another one. That... He was playing some no, uh, continuous spell against me. Uh, I think it was an Earthbound card, or something similar. It wasn't that one. Everyone if... now proceeds to try and scramble and see if they Neuron, can find tell it. me. Tell me your secrets. Um, but yeah, he was playing some continuous spell that's like, um, yeah, you just can't 
send cards from deck to Greg. I was like, oh, oh, that's annoying. It's problematic. Uh, anyway, lightning storm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway. But yeah, continuing on with news, uh, we have the very last uh, alternate arts announced for the selection pack five. God knows when we'll get these, uh, especially considering this last one. Um, <laughs> well, odds on, we probably won't see them until our like like our Mad- Magnificent Maidens next year. Yeah, this yeah. This I dare say time. this will take a long time. But well, like, they might. They, I don't want them to by any means. I'd be happy to wait till Mavens. Mavens. Mavens two. But, or gold four or whatever you want to call it. Well, gold, well yeah, that's 18. the thing. That's the point I'm making. I do not want these printed in gold. Yeah. Like, these are time. some of the yeah. nicest alt arts that they've done in a while. And no, I don't Only gold. <laughs> Only gold, Jake. I hate it so much. Throwback to that. Well, they reprinted the Appaloosa art in um, Ultra Art. Eventually. eventually. Yeah. Eventually. <laughs> Well, look, as long as I get an eventually, that's fine. Throw back to that access code that, like, everyone took the bait on, including myself. Like, do you that remember access that? access code looked garbage, too. I know, I know, but then we're just like, oh, yeah, we believe that that would do something that bad. Yeah. <laughs> and weirdly surprised that they didn't. Yeah. Is it an actual artwork, though, or is it just... It was from it was the show. Oh, was it? It was just a screen cap from the show. <laughs> so I was uh... going to say, despite, like, even the fact that it was a bad art, it also looked bad in the art. <laughs> Yeah. Like, just the quality of the artwork <laughs> looks really Someone shit. Someone just ripped a PNG off the show. It's Dark Magic Ian all over again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the last three that we have, uh, we have uh, For Ben, uh, Dragon Maid Hospitality? Yes. Good question. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what they're called. <laughs> they're not like carry out the future. Do we get an Empen all top? No. Oh. Only this. Um, <laughs> then we have uh, Sky Striker Mobilizing Gage, so that card's not getting banned here ever for like another year and a half because they'll have to sell this we just have to acknowledge that it's just going to be a thing now. I don't want it to be a thing like I'm, I've actually come to terms with it I'm like I've, it's so weird as, as busted as it was and is to an extent I'm like I think we just have power crept it like the different story perhaps if, if it does go to back to three that's yeah. probably is critical mass but I think at one it's just to the point where it's like no, I don't think that engine's worth running in many decks now. Like, it's just not good. And also, I think you can just chain Bistials to banish the rain now, right? Yeah, like, that's the, probably the best part it works. I think the deck is just not competitive Mystic Mind fan as well. If there's no Mystic Mind, I think if that deck just kind of sucks. Yeah, if that deck does lose Mystic Mind, then yeah, it loses a lot of its functionality. Yeah. I'm surprised no one's actually gone down the path of doing, like, Sky Striker Runic. Mm. I feel like someone's tried it. The issue is it skips your battle phase and the deck doesn't really well, do that much for yeah you. Uh, I suppose yeah, yeah you kind of want to dump with old mate and... yeah yep. uh, and then lastly and I left it the last because I didn't want to discuss it at all if I had to put avoid it uh, evil twin whatever which one's this one I don't know which one this one is the other one uh, I, get... I think it's wait go back that's that's an awkward looking purple mark in the middle of a chest uh, yeah ugh, definitely just looks like she has sent nipples or... it's the link yeah, to link the so they've one. done both of them now. It's the Kissy Kill. One. Kissy Kill, okay. Yeah. yeah. So they've done both of them now in the altar. They gave Kissy Kill a hickey on it too. Yeah. <laughs> sure. This game is just fucking bizarre sometimes, you know? Guess what art's not coming to the DCG? <laughs> yeah. I don't think oh, we're getting either of the two of them. Yeah, have you considered, uh, you know what's in Lost Art for us in four years' time? We're looking at it. Both of these. Yeah. And they'll be worth so much money because... Cleavage uh, is illegal. Women. Um, Wait, actually on this subject... Is there any satanic satanic, image, ugh, <laughs> satanic imagery on uh, Macabre 2 or Invocation 2? Uh, well, oh, I'm kind of curious, actually, though. Like, with the Lost Arts, have we set a precedent that they have 
realize that all that stuff was ridiculous like do you think we'll have censored arts moving forward considering now we've got lost arts to basically say i, I think we, we still get censored arts because they can't say that they're selling those to kids because if you put censored art, like uncensored arts into the packs konami is then selling those to kids mm. whereas if they're not in the packs and you get them via the lost art promotions you're actively going out of your way to attain these arts they're not just something that can show up if a mom goes to kmart and buys a pack and gives it to billy and hmm. billy sees booba yeah billy sees booba seven-year-old billy opens this up what's kissy kill Lila, mom jeez <laughs> I, I want to watch a youtube is no <laughs> he's been corrupted it's good, it's good thing it's good thing none of these kids have ever been to the beach yeah true like, <laughs> heaven forbid they see 2d cardboard god forbid uh uh moving on we have um well obviously magnificent maidens is out for most regions um and from that we have the list of the pharaoh rares mm. the card that's expensive but you'll still be disappointed you pulled it because it's not a shisu stuff <laughs> <laughs> i hear that at least for me i'm hearing so many conflicting things about um the pull rate and also, they're, they're, what's, so, the, what's the case? It's a case is like four displays. So here's, here's the thing: a case Give is different match. in every region. A case is different. Oh, great. Uh, however, the North American short prints are like the shit cards you don't want. It's they're the secret. Every no, so time, it's all ultras. Every time there's even yeah. a discrepancy between our printing and their printing, yeah. they get the better side of it. No. That's wrong, because we got overprinted Magician Souls and they got short print Magician Souls. They get entire boxes of Starlights. That's valid. However, <laughs> we're discussing this. <laughs> so, yeah, they're... Your point's valid, however, shut up. <laughs> their, their short prints are You're like... about relevancy. <laughs> I think it was... on Someone opened 54 cases, and it was... The 10 short prints were like... Just 10 fucking garbage cards you didn't want anyway. It's like, so cool. Dumb. Gotta love it. <laughs> but anyway, if you are um, semi-lucky enough to pull a Pharaoh Rare, here is what you could potentially pull. Also, Pharaoh Rares are easy to get in Europe. Yeah, so, because we got less of Shizu, so they need yeah. to fill the spots with other stuff. So, I think a European... For this set, I think a European case is 10 boxes. A European case in North America... Uh, sorry, a North American case <laughs> is 6 boxes. But you get less than one ferro rare per case in north america but you get two ferro rares per case in europe right however adding on to this north american ferro rares are secret rares yes. european ferro rares are ultra rares yeah that's what i was getting at before yeah the secrets and the ultras it's bizarre they need to get on top of this shit because we've had way too many of these discrepancies between printings like you've got the starlight boxes for one mm. like that's dumb yeah then you've got the mistranslations that have happened for EU prints multiple times. Aluba. <laughs> so dumb. It's what was it? Manifestation was also that way? Uh yes. Yeah. There was another one as well. We'll remember eventually. But yeah, but... like they really need to get on top of this quality control. It could just be a case of whoever was like whoever's in the warehouse doing Ferro res in Texas is like I don't like ultra res. <laughs> but who's made these secret res? All of them. Mm. Like the Egyptian gold cards were also secret res. I don't know, man. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's an inside job. He's got shares in uh, international yeah, postage. Could increase those swapsies. Yep. Possible. I love that. Twenty five years later, as well, they still don't recognize like Oceania as a region. They're just like, like uh, you're part of Europe, Europe, right? Europe. You know, you guys uh, sent those guys. We're those literally we're literally further away from Europe than they are. <laughs> and, like, you guys, you're the, they're the, the ones. Convicts. You guys came from there, like yeah. in yeah the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, same shit. Like those are those colonial types. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oops. Exactly right. Anyway, back to the, <laughs> the, the, the Pharaohs we're getting. Uh, so we've got Red Eyes, uh, Dark Magician Girl, because uh, I realised... Is this the European ones? Or is this it's the, the same cards, one? it's just they get them in Secret Rare, we get them in Ultra Rare. Right, okay, I'm on the same page here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Red Eyes, Dark Magician Girl, uh, Blue Eyes, it's one of the... It looks like dog shit. Yeah, it's one of the worst yeah. arts. Um, an elemental Hero, Neos, uh, Necro Valley, uh, Triple Tactics, decent... Didn't really need another high rarity printing, but okay. <laughs> uh, Seal of Orichalcos, uh, Toon Kingdom, Lightning Storm, uh, Crystal Bond, uh, Gold Sarcophagus, the true name. The Gold Sark one is the one that I like. It is nice. Yeah. It, I like them when they're thematic. So, like the Seal of Orichalcos, Necro Valley, True Name, Gold Sark. I think I may have said that twice. Uh, Millennium Eyes. I kind of like those as Millennium Rares because it's on theme. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, continuing on, we've got uh, Rotar. Change of Heart, Mirror Force, uh, the Millennium Eyes that I just mentioned, and Bluckluster Soldier, Soldier of Chaos, the so, Link. What was that, 20? Uh, so that's a fifth of the two, set is available four, six, in Ferro? 10, 12, 14, 16, 17. 17, okay. Almost a quarter of the set's available in Ferro, right? That's a, a, fifth, a fifth. But from what I understand, some of these aren't actually pullable as normal Ultras. They're only available in the Ferro Rare. That was my understanding. I could be wrong. Okay. If, if Jake's true, I give baffled look on my face as to why Kami would do that. If Jake's wrong, Jake, you're wrong. It wouldn't be the first time. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll quickly circle on to Masterful because there isn't much to announce. Uh, basically, uh, the pass resets in eight days. And oh, I've got to finish that. Yeah, Shit. you do. Yeah. That's you need to get your Bitron mate. I think I already unlocked the Bitron mate. I've just got to get to the 100 and get the stuff. There's not that many rewards after the Bitron mate, to be honest. They made this one shorter, but like still the same length, if that makes sense. Like you the bulk of your <laughs> the bulk of your rewards are at seventy five, but you still go to a hundred. You just get extra gems and ultra things and like, okay, whatever. Okay, sure. I think I'm at like seventy two with them. So like a bulk of the rewards are gotten at seventy five. Okay. What's the matter looking like on Mustel? Is it still heavily flunder uh, or is it Branded Despy is the top performing deck yeah. at the moment with uh, Flunder and Sword Soul sort of competing for second. Mm. It, it's no issue to be with Flunder. Mm. Flunder's too good. I think Map went to two there or something like that. Like Yeah, I just replaced it with a Harpy's Feather Duster, so when my fucking when I get dusted on my Yeah, you search another thing, I just search it and I'm like, cool. I'm like, chain Harpy's Feather Storm. So your turn is now over, and now I'm gonna search the Duster, so when you set your cards, I'm gonna get rid of them. <laughs> uh what was I gonna mention? I think half the problem with um, Flunder, at least on Master Duel, is that people are monkeys and they don't actually know how to play the deck. Oh, yeah. Like, they sort of just were, they rely on the floodgates to actually get them through their plays rather than mm. actually thinking through what is going to be the most beneficial way to play it. Like, you can tell when you verse someone that's very good with the deck as opposed to someone who's just like, Haha, very tattoo. See, the other day I played against. Uh... Back in time. See you later. No, but I played against Cyframes. And like oh, I knew I was playing in Cyframes, so I was like, "We don't lose hmm. that deck so frustrating." <laughs> I hate that. I went like map, Robina. I had a second Eaglin in hand, so it was like map, Robina, Eaglin was my hand, and I went like map, Robina, banish the Eaglin, and I got hit on. I got gamut on the thing, and I was like, "Oh, that sucks." But I already had the Eaglin, so I searched the barrier statue, then summoned the barrier statue, and then just like hard normal the Eaglin. And then it skipped around to his turn. He started activating all of the Cyframe, like the pure Cyframe field spell and everything. And I was like, 
Oh, as long as this barrier statue's here, I've just won. You can't yep. literally do anything. Yeah, I don't think there's a summon or a card that gets there me out of that. Literally no card in that deck announce it. Back in the day of like actual um Starframes when we had it, because we were playing a little bit of it. I think it was just it was all off brand stuff that you did. Like I think it was like wind up, wind up rabbit, rabbit and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, that was like your one little <laughs> thing for more damage. I never got around to playing it, but I wanted to play for a while uh Cyframe Mech Knights, because Purple Banishing would trigger Lambda to search. I'm gonna be real, Jake. I thought you were gonna say uh, Cyframe Gradle. Haha, <laughs> 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 have a monster on the board. <laughs> he was trying to keep it under wraps for YCS, yes, but uh, I guess we're not. <laughs> yeah, I've just exposed him. Well Literally, the only reason I never pursued it is because I needed one card, which was the spell that like put the psychics back to synchro summon from banished. Yeah. It was a common that was twenty dollars. And I'm like, I refuse. No. <laughs> I I'm not doing that for some shit tier deck. Yeah. <laughs> no. So I'm thinking of with Draco. Actually like Draco is to be fair is actually pretty decent. But I'm also like <sighs> How much do I really want to play this deck? Because like, if I take it seriously, I gotta get like Fenris and drag uh, and, and some of the Bistan stuff, and I'm like, I don't know how far, I don't know if I want to spend another four hundred dollars. In fairness, on the Andrew, you've gotten a fair way with Flunder without having to spend a fucking dollar. I think you. Those advents maybe... cost me twenty each. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Maps of twenty each I at the time. Maybe, so maybe exactly. I think maybe you can splash on some cards that will be staples moving forward. Like, maybe not Fenrir's. I'm not rushing out to buy Fenrir's at the moment. Completely sort of side change of subject. Remember when Flawanderese came out and we were like, what if if Sword Soul's just better? And then we both got Flawanderese, played it for a little bit, then kind of switched decks, and then Sword Mm. Soul died, so we switched back (laughs) and was like, yes! I never never touched it, but... um... Uh, I think the thing that polarised that is that Flunder's match into Sword Soul is not particularly great. Yeah. Which made it... Which gave the impression that it was, like, better... Which is not really accurate. It's just it's a rougher matchup. Like it's, I think most people would say like in combi heavy combo heavy decks that they would rather play through a sword soul ball than having to draw the out to flunder. Yeah. Whereas like yeah, I don't know. This shifter does very little against sword soul and most of the stuff is like yeah. At least, like, the thing with sword soul is that their floodgate didn't hit you. Yeah, they didn't often call wind, and even if they did, oh no, I can't special wind anyway. Normal, 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 normal. Yeah. Normal. yeah. Um, whereas the other way around, Flunder's floodgates hit a lot more players. The issue mm. for Flunderies with Protoss was when they called water, because it stops monster effects as well. No, or is it just can't summon? You cannot special summon. Well, off you go then. Like off literally, the that was one of the weaknesses of Sword Soul into Flunder. Is like the biggest strength of Sword Soul at that time was having the Protoss, and it did nothing to them. It's okay. Andrew's going to go on to Orange in January and play Flunder oh, again. Redemption. He's going to redeem himself this time. Top 8 coming ninth. I think That's I've how we do it. that I will be free for that. Jake's in for oh, Orange. Already. He said it on the pom pom on the podcast. <laughs> on the pom pom. <laughs> That's how we do it. Um, oh, um, I don't think we've I finished my master rule point. Um, so, past finishes in yes. eight days. Yep. The oldest of the selection packs finishes in five. So, yep. we are due for a upcoming set. What that set will be, I honestly can't work out. I can't, I can't remember what came out after Branded and before Sprite. I can't... Oh, Therion. Oh, yeah. Therion. Yeah, yeah. that's a thing. Also, so, Therion um, Punk going to be a thing pretty soon. We also had... Uh, it was meant to be Labyrinth and... 
Oh, uh, yeah, true. And the spelly deck, I've forgotten. Uh, runic. runic. That's, I kept thinking mythic, and I was like, this is wrong. <laughs> nope. Because um, those were meant to be. Yeah, we, start meant to, of we meant to get those earlier. June. And then we didn't got delayed until like after we got Sprite. I, was I like, wonder oh, if they really want to make cool. Master Duel like the most close representation of the TCG and OCG experience, and they just go, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> you get it later. <laughs> <laughs> this is delayed for Europe. North America. Here you go. <laughs> See, another. Why? <laughs> they, they'll eventually figure out how to region lock certain cards, and then they'll be like, oh, yes, jump promos? You don't get those. Yeah, you gotta buy the Battle Pass. Yeah. <laughs> I brought this up a while back. Um, like this was on a, a I think pre-Ben podcast um, that at some point they'll work out that like oh this region likes to play combo decks so we'll make the combo cards short printed this region likes to play um, like heavy control stun and shit this like that this point was sh- years ago yeah I know I yeah. brought this up ages ago but okay. I, I reckon if they ever work that out uh, every region would be poor yeah Especially yeah. because no one likes to buy the other region's cards. Yes. <laughs> like, the US market is just like freedom and wants to buy its own shit. And Europe <laughs> just gets like super snobby about the way that US prints look. Yes. And they're just like, it, no, it, 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 it looked bad. That's <laughs> literally me. I'm like, oh. there's always certain cards though. I was like, American Ghost Ogre? Nice. There was, back when I was playing Blue Eyes, an alternative in American, I thought was like really nice. American Borrowed Dragon. Poor. Yeah, so specific, and it's like, it is that right? Because American ones are typically be brighter, right? That was yeah. like, and that's just literally it. Some things were like super dark to the point where I'm like, what is even on this art? And then it's really pops in the American, and then so, but the otherwise the opposite is also true. Sometimes it looks a little bit too loud, and you like this all the holy's getting lost in the, yeah. the look there, and you're like, oh, turn I it down. Don't like the brown of monsters on North American cards. Yeah, just like, upsets that. me. In some lighting though, American ultra rare monsters look alty. Like the, I remember, yes. Um, yes. I remember Lewis had American Altergeist at one point, yeah, and like he flashed the Melisical Marionetta, I think it was, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> 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 next, next point though, Jake. What's... The next point is our Discord. If you weren't aware, we do have a Discord link. Will be in the description below. Feel free to jump in, say hi, and ask us questions. Where the fuck is the app? There we go. <laughs> um, so our first uh, comment, rather than question, comes from Six I Six. Uh, he has a conspiracy theory to share. Oh, okay. Uh, so his conspiracy is Konami have a vast team of smaller resellers on their books to make money on the secondary market, which is why they short print certain cards. Every now and then they funnel 30 to 50 of high price cards, not the Starlights, but like the cost about as much as the product they come up for, uh, to single sellers, single sellers to drip feed into the market and maintain the chase. They don't really need employees <laughs> to do that because yeah. uh, the vendors are doing that just fine. <laughs> vendors are doing that fine, yeah. Also, um... I suppose one theory with short prints is like they could be doing that so that like we don't get a complete washout of certain matters. Like because the washout. They probably don't because then they have to ban product a lot sooner, which means they don't get as many sales. Yeah, print monkey board is common, it's fine. I don't think anything <laughs> like that would happen at a large scale. I wouldn't put it past someone who has, like, access to... Um, if it's possible, and I still don't think it would happen anyway, but if someone had access to, say, for example, like, where the starlights are made or things like that, I wouldn't be surprised if someone pockets a starlight or two here and there and then just this, happens to the sell In the US, they it. don't need to. They just give them entire boxes Yeah, also that. That did happen, though. 
um, which set was it? Um, Ghost in the Past last year, remember? Someone took a bunch from the warehouse. I don't remember hearing about that. Yeah, someone took like a bunch from the warehouse. Uh, that may have was it proven fake? I don't think it was proven fake, but I don't know. Look, I, I wouldn't condone it, but like I can understand people having the temptation if there's like if they can get what costs a company probably five dollars a card because Starlight has a fair bit of going on, right? Yeah. Let's just be generous and say it costs them five dollars to use all the materials and the time averaged out all that fun stuff. Yeah. Card. If you could like nab eight or nine of them and you've got what in the secondary market is between three and eight thousand dollars worth of cards, look. I can see why the temptation would be there. That's, I think, a more realistic conspiracy than the whole company funneling. Yeah. I mean, Konami's huge, right? Like, the card game side of it is, like, tiny. Like, I'm pretty sure they do, like, slot machines and... Pachinko. Yeah. Pachinko is where the real money is for Konami. Exactly We're, we're right. small, small time. Well, it does raise a question whether, like, with the sort of news that you had about people taking things from the warehouse, just how much security and control is in those warehouses. Yeah. Because, like... That doesn't happen that often. Hmm. Yeah. It's a curious question. We'll have to find one of these undercover resellers to... It's kind of interesting, though, because it's not like they'd ever have to report things if they didn't want to, because, like, once again, the, the for them, the only cost is, like, the literal cost of manufacturing, right? Yeah. It's the secondary market that holds this yeah. insane value to it. So it's like, oh, damn, we're missing nine stars. It's better pay $40 and print nine more. Like, all right, sure. And once again, that's probably being generous as to the cost of printing it. It could also be a um, fact that, like, the people that work in the warehouses are, like, I, I print some fucking children's card game. That's yeah. why it's in Texas. Because it's a bunch of rednecks that are like, oh, I don't want none of this card game. That's why we never get booba cards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you evangelical Texans that are just like, no, I'm not printing this. Ooh. Yeah. Pharaoh Fer- is already illegal. <laughs> like it's, yeah. It's we only worship one God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, our next uh, conspiracy theory comes from Jesse. Not our Jesse. Um, Jesse? Uh, <laughs> that's that's just a joke for me and him. Uh, <laughs> uh, his conspiracy theory is Roger and Derek don't actually. Oh, I should probably mention who Roger and Derek are. It's the R and D department. Yeah, the R and D of um, Konami is just mm-hmm. two dudes named Roger and Derek. R and D. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Roger and Derek don't actually do research and dev, but they are psychologists who have mastered the art of addiction and are just stringing along millions of addicts with this brilliant brainwashing scheme. Who needs drugs when you have shiny cardboard? Okay, sure. Like, I don't know what research you need to do. It's been, like, the same thing for, like, 25 years. So, like... No, the I don't know what they're getting paid for. The, the R&D department is ban list related. Oh. And, like, they just don't actually do R&D for the ban list. They're just like, oh, fucking ban this. It's yeah. very yeah. much reactive rather than proactive. At yeah, the no, Konami R&D. no, it'll be fine. No, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's okay. <laughs> no need to test it beforehand. Out there it goes. Yeah, I mean, to an extent, yeah, but I think people have always said the same thing, right? Like, you could have a team of, let's once again, let's be generous. Like, let's just say 30 or 40 employees designed to, like, think about things, test, and, and think about interactions. And then it's been brought up the point before. It's like, there's, there still cannot be... A, you, you could do that for probably six months, and it still wouldn't compare to the entire player base having two weeks of testing. Like, the, yeah. the brainstorming by comparison... Like, I, and they're like, oh, this is, yeah, this is ridiculous. Some I, stuff's more I can sales. understand that, like, yeah, they'll, they won't pick up on every niche interaction and they probably will miss some stuff. But I think there's a difference to be said between, like, 10 million people testing it yeah. and nobody testing and, it. Yeah. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's a difference between 10 million people and, no million testing it, it, yeah. and the person who does the ban list being like, Mystic Mind's fine at three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fucking Roger. Also, mm. the only reason I don't believe this conspiracy theory is because I refuse to believe that there's someone called Dr. Derek. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, look, it's... Actually, uh, even Dr. Roger. Nah. It's, just, it's too rhymy and schemey. It just doesn't sound right. I mean, let's be honest. We gave up on the, the Ben List and the, that team, like, many, many years ago. Like, they've always had the same policy of, like, oh, it's only a problem when the product's a little bit out of date. Yeah. Like, Spiral was around for, God, what, six months too long at that point. At least as, as well, impressive as it was. The second time. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like... Oh, sorry. Like eight months later, oh, we now realise that master plan is an issue and, and yeah. resource an issue. It's like you could just ban master plan uh, from the second spiral ban list. They could have just ban master plan and never have to look at the deck again. Yeah. Instead, no. <laughs> yeah. The other thing that gets me is that, like the OCG and Duel Links, um, not master duel as far as I can remember. They get explanations as to why cards are coming off or coming on. Like, oh, this card's been oppressive for some time, it's making the game unfun, therefore it's getting banned. Or this card uh, no longer sees competitive play. Yeah. Uh, in the current meta, we feel that it's not going to be up to pace, blah, 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 blah. Digimon does in the really TCG, well, it's just well. like, yeah. what are you going to fucking do? Jake. Yeah. Jake's like, you ban my shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Digimon does that currently <laughs> at the moment shit, with, every, uh, with every list they're currently giving a pretty decent... Oh, sometimes you might even love the explanation, but like at least it's there. Yeah. I think the last time we got with Yu-Gi-Oh, I, I, if I recall correctly, was around the time of... Extra deck monarchs. Yes, I actually think it was the Necros ban list was the last one they justified. So the one just before extra deck monarchs. Hmm. Yeah, maybe it was. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I don't know why they don't do that anymore. It's I'll... just like their explanation is like "fuck you." That's why. That was the emergency list, wasn't yeah, the, it? The one they emergency Jin... list was the last point of communication. Yeah, the Jin yeah. Buster. Yeah. Oh, I suppose we had that as well. Actually, the Pepe e ban list. Yes. Yeah. So the Jin Buster one was the last time they gave proper explanations. I'm fairly sure. The last time they even had any communication was the e-ban list. Yeah. And then the Pepe it. ban. Yeah. yeah. And even then, it was like a broad thing, right? It was like due to yeah, something, like, something. This these is... Cards are... This oh, they, is they, were just, they, were, they were more just play like... if you want to play it. If you don't I, I, kinda, play it. I don't even remember if they said that. I just recall it being like, uh, yeah, from this 16th, I think it was onwards, uh, by the way, you can't use this, this, and this. Yeah, it was like the adjusted list. The adjusted like, list. If your locals have... chooses to not do it, don't do it. Regionals and YCSs, they play by this ban list. Yeah. Uh, our next question, or our first question, really, uh, comes to us from Ragai. What do you think is the most underrated aspect of players in the competitive scene? As in something you don't think pro players get enough attention or credit for? Actually thinking through in-depth interactions and being like, this is the this is the time that I need to hit this. Whereas, like, like that's the difference between alright players and good players, is that good players know their matchup and is like this Ash Blossom will stop this deck of at exactly this point whereas like mediocre to bad players will be like first search Ash Blossom <laughs> <laughs> yeah knowing your points of interaction on both sides is actually a big one as well like knowing if and when you can let a hand trap through yeah um, and that's something I've noticed through too with um, replays and stuff that I've watched is like the bad players just like react to the very first thing that happens to them is yeah. like oh no I have to stop this yeah. whereas the other ones are ball. like Okay, well, I've got this and this. I can let this go through. I'll still get to combo. Something, something, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, another one, and someone mentioned it further down as well, 6i6 uh, six six mentioned it, is playing the player rather than the cards. Like, there's obviously interactions between the cards, but also reading your opponent. Yeah. Yep. When they're tapping the table. Is that an abuser in hand? I don't yeah. know. Maybe I, I should mean, put And that can be a case. fake out as well, right? Yeah. As well, too. Um, yeah. And knowing when someone's trying to conceal conceal is probably the wrong word but like they're trying to oh, what's the word without making it sound like they're cheating um like they try to disguise their emotions in some extent like some people react kind of visibly yeah. as to what they've got and yeah. sometimes you know that it's not a bluff because 
just the way that they're reacting. And then some people are very stoic in their plays. You can also um, do the opposite as well too, which I think is something that's a little underrated. Um, like either laughing things off, maybe not looking like you're taking it too seriously. Yeah. Without without misrepresenting the game state, um, like that can also be a big part of it as well too. Like, yeah. I I probably haven't really bothered with anything like that since a YCS, but like it can be a similar thing. Like if you're pretty aloof or like someone opens a hand, you just kind of you know it could be anything, right? You can just like kind of open your hand, you can be like, oh, be like yep, fair enough, and you've you've emoted that you've like you're like yeah it's done go off king but you've never said that yeah and then fifth summon bam a beer bitch like, <laughs> got him. um like i think that's another thing as well but what you're saying as well yeah definitely the intricacies like i think the what most people don't do and in some cases can't do aren't willing to do is like put in the like literally hundreds of hours into all the matchups that you should respect yeah all those like niche interactions knowing exactly how far someone could in theory extend past or do other things like yeah. knowing what their outs would be to your outs um doing the math on on ratios and other playtesting and um you know the point i brought up with drake slays before for example like just as an example like knowing intricately you know I, I could get there for example but i'd probably need two months of this deck and probably a whole lot of testing but once again those things in and out i know exactly when to bring it out what to do like i'm more or less there at flunder or, yeah. or probably close to it yeah um but yeah, I think I think kind of having that bit where you can almost go on autopilot, and then you can I guess reserve some brain power for the like the more important decisions. Yeah. Um, especially if you're playing combo with type decks. So what's interesting about the tier stuff is like it's so off the cuff, right? You're like, hey, what do I get? Like, I see this, I see this. And that's probably another thing, right? Like you could you could elaborate on that further, right? You can be like, those those people in the top cut right now, they you guaranteed they know back to back. They're like, all right, if this gets milled, this is how we do it. This is the interaction. Yeah. yeah. This is what place to my best whilst also playing around what they've got as best as possible yeah like to an extent tier has become less and less luck based the more support it's gotten um now that with the ishizu stuff yeah. it's less about like what you mill as to when you mill it yeah whereas before true. it was like you've got an absolute maximum of uh what would it be five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve twelve mils at most yes that's with your Double Merle, uh, Sheeran, plus. So Sheeran, Merle, uh, the Kid Carlos, yeah. and then, yeah, I'm sort of discounting Hardness to an extent yeah. as well, and then Rhino Heart Send. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. yeah, 12 without a Hardness, and you've got a, say, 40 card deck, even at its tightest. You're not guaranteed to hit every card that you need to actually go off, and that's where the dangers came into it a lot with early builds for yeah. the TCG, at least, because it sort of gave you that utility of like oh i could hit a um like yeah a danger get further into the deck so that i've got more tiers to hit or they hit a tier in hand and it triggers and i start to do stuff yeah, yeah. um whereas now with the issues and stuff you're sending anywhere of like half your deck to the graveyard if you're playing 40 within your first turn and then it's like oh i've hit too many tiers i can push them back it's fine <laughs> something mm. to the point of what andrew said as well like about the players putting in the hard yards to like learn all this stuff being a top tier player is a full time job. Like, yeah, I agree with that. It is a full time job. You're putting 38 hours a week into learning your matchups. Like, it is a fucking grind. For the genuine pro players, yeah. And then, like, yeah. for example, we will probably do the best we can leading up to YCS. Like, we all have actual jobs and all the rest, right? But yeah. at the same time, you know, we play casually, well, uh, semi competitively, relatively, like, what, once or twice a week at like, locals yeah. and stuff. But, uh, you know, come December, you know, 
ramping it up yes. to give us the best chance. And... That will probably be the best thing about this year's YCS for us is that it's a week earlier than normal. So we'll be coming off like Christmas holidays and stuff like that. So there will be more opportunities for us to test mm. at yes. least. We won't be like, you have a week of like kind of holiday period. Then you have a week of back into the swing of lo- like random life. Then you have the YCS this year. We could see a lineup of like, you know, kind of like chill, relax period, YCS. Then you get back to your life. Yeah. 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 And hopefully that sees us do a bit of difference. Yeah, I think that's the tough. Yeah. And, and I'll probably reinforce that one more time is, is like, I think, Anyone who wants to do well yeah. will know their deck back and forth. Yeah. And the people who do excellent know every deck back and forth. Like, every relevant deck, obviously, put that in yeah. inverted commas. Yeah. You know, you're going to give so much respect to certain rogue strategies, but, like, you'll know your top four, top five matchups back and forth. Yep, this is how this usually goes. This is what I need to see to stand a chance. This is what I need to see going first, going second. And you've already done it. Like, I've, I'm not at that point right now, but, like, there's... I know towards those high-end events, usually you're doing it. I'll be like, okay, this is, like, against Sword Soul, I don't know. I know that typically, like, my most optimal side outs are these three cards, exactly these three coming in. I've still got enough engine to push, but I've got the right side cards. Um, because having to think about that mid, um, like, mid-side deck, and uh, it's it can be rough because you're like, oh, yeah. you're like, 100%. oh, shit, am I making the right decision? Am I making the wrong decision? The, the difference between having the playtesting already done and knowing this is the best decision. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Like, if I lose to variance, it is what it is. But I know that most of the time if I see X the result will be Y like that's something that's always frustrated me about that as well is that I will sit down like a week before or whenever before a major event I'll be like these are my side patterns versus like this deck this deck this deck and this deck Mm -hmm. I sit down round one and it's always against Rogue and I'm like (laughs) fucking what am I siding it's only like about Flunder is it's it's typically most Rogues it can smack especially with evenly and lightning storm in the main but hey, are you going first put these cards in are you going second put these cards in thank you <laughs> yeah um and another thing is too is keeping cool under pressure for those um high tier players yeah like yeah it's not all that often unless they're being put under like extreme scenarios that you'll see them sort of get flustered or anything yeah, like, like that crack they don't give away yeah yeah like the most recent time i've ever seen anyone topping and even then um it was like very briefly as well, and it was only because someone was having a go. It was um, Bowden in the he uh, keeps his Oceanics? Cool. He keeps yeah. his cool he, very well. He kept his cool very well until like, like one thing almost went went against him, and he was like, "No, this isn't the way it is." And then when the second thing went against him, he was like, "No, this." And I was like, "This is the first time you've like emoted for a while." Yeah, emoted. <laughs> emoted. At, I know at it's, an event. Te- it's technically the correct word. It's just funny in that yeah. context. I, yeah. I agree, and that's something like I need to work on for. YCS as well, for example. Like, I, I have a very bad habit. You've probably seen it, but, like... Uh, and I guess you could fake people out with this as well, to be fair, though. So this can go this can go either way. But, like, if I know something is very critical as to whether, like, if it goes through or not, if it's going to work, like, I'll think about it longer. I'll kind of teeter on whether I play it or not. Yeah. I'll probably pull it down slower, being like, fuck, do I do this? Do I not do this? And yeah. you're thinking about, do I get impermed or this or that? And I think that's the worst bit is, like, if... If read correctly, someone's gonna be like, "Oh, this is a big decision. This is like, where I this can. is this is the crucial point." Yeah. But at the same time, you can fake like if you've got the extenders, and you, that's something you could definitely fake out. That's not misrepresenting the game state or anything like that. That is just a bit of a, a yeah. mind game. Could go the other way, and that's another thing you could do if you want to take it that far. But hmm. I got Luke with that today, where I was like thinking really heavily on like a certain activation. And then I dropped the activation, he negated it, and I was like, yep, cool, normal summon chief dragon, mate. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Yeah. <laughs> you got a dragon, you got a dragon, you got a dragon. He had, like, Chi Zhao in the back row set, and I was like, I just need to negate, the, I need to bait the Chi Zhao, 
and then I can normal summon the chamber and off I go. And then I like just started throwing like random cards out on the board just to try and force everything out. And then he activated the blackout, popped his cheese out, and because I ended up going like uh, triple burst and I've had a pisty here. So I was like set up to pisty back and he had used the cheese out. And then I was like, well, he has to use the blackout right now. Yeah. And use the blackout. And I was like, yeah, cool. Normal summon chamber. Full combo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, like you said, it's one of those things you can either, that can either help or hinder you is knowing like the pacing of your plays. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you give away what you do by the pace you play it. Sometimes you then put someone in a pitfall because of the pace. So yeah. It's easy to get tilted when you do the maths as well, though. Like when you say, oh, like I've done directly, I've kept it at 40, I've got X amount of hand traps, I should open them this percentage of the time and, and all my starters I've got, like for example in Flunder, it very rarely happens, but I'm like, I've got seven copies of math effectively in my deck. Yeah. So I get a little tilted when I don't see one. I'm like, yeah. the math says I should see one way to this map every game. Your hypergeometric calculation says it yeah. should be there. Yeah. You're like, why have I got three England here? <laughs> we should get uh, Lachlan on the phone at this point. Uh, yeah. he, has, he has some words on maths and opening yeah. cards. Or not opening cards. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. What's the next question, Jake? Yeah. Uh, our next question uh, is from Raga again. Uh, which childhood anime world would you mo- would be the most fun to live in? Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, or Digimon? You can die in Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> the only one, the only one you like legitimately couldn't die in is Pokemon. Digimon, yeah. like every so often, a fucking thing tears in the fabric between the two worlds, and some dino fucker starts stomping yeah. Tokyo, and a bunch of yeah. just like the plebs die, <laughs> and the main characters are like, "Oh, I'll save the day." Like. People are dead. <laughs> your father died. I always get frustrated the same way with Digimon and Pokemon, where they're like, there's always like the main characters, but they literally don't do anything the whole time. It's always yeah. just their like companions. It's like Ash, what have you ever done with your life, dude? You've just like you've just got pets that you imprison. Like she shows up and loses at the end. <laughs> that's, all, that's all you've ever done. Even then, twenty-three of them are Tauros. Yeah, it's like you could want to live in the Yu-Gi-Oh world, but like if you're one of those Battle City people that gets taken out by a Red Hunter, ooh, yeah, it's not just, looking good for you. Ones. Yeah, like, ri- I'd, yeah. Probably, I'd probably choose the Digimon one. I think that's that's where you're probably least likely to die. I feel. I, so even though the things come through, I swear to God, they've never actually like killed anyone. It depends if you're a main character or not. You're just living in this world. Yeah, true. you gotta be equipped with the plot armor. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, when you have to have plot armor. When a rift happens and your building collapses, it's like yeah, mm. bro, your insurance would just be through the roof. Like, it'd be terrible. Yeah, insurance. Uh, so in this is a prone world. area for um. Yeah, don't live in Tokyo. If like you're in Tokyo, yeah. just just live in that world, but just be back in Australia, where it's just like oh, nothing ever happens here. It's all happening yeah, in Japan. It's just randomly Australia. And that's fine. you haven't watched enough Digimon, my friend. Oh. They had, I think it was in their second, yeah, I think it was in their second series. They had an actual, um, what do they call them? Digi Destin that was from Australia. And his thing was like a crab. (laughs) Very Australian. (laughs) The unique Australian crab. Literally. The Um, answer is Yu-Gi-Oh, but you want to be a background character. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. You pretty much just want to be like Yu-Gi Moto. That's that's who you want to be. No, no, no. Then you can die. Yugi doesn't die. Yeah, but you can die. Mm. You lose a shadow game, you're dead. I never really liked the series, but like the idea of GX being like, ah, oh, if you want to go to, if you don't want to go to regular school, you can just go to one that's about the card games you play. It's like, yeah, that oh, sounds like a cool way to go to school. Again, like, <laughs> you might die, but apparently we don't speak of GX here. Yeah, actually, yeah. Let, let's be more specific. If I was to be in any of them, it would probably be uh, Vrains. 
Yeah, Rain figured. seems to be the least dangerous oh, if no, you're like a normal. Oh, well. Yeah, it seems to be the least dangerous, and uh, like if you look at all the other ones, there's something fucking going it's on. Like, like five Ds. First... Welcome to the shithole dimension. <laughs> Literally, like it's like <laughs> you are poor now. <laughs> it's that. So the first one they've Just got shadow games. <laughs> first one they got shadow games. Cunts are losing their soul. Second one is like a school, but it's like a Harry Potter level school where someone's coming to kill you every semester. Yeah. Uh, the third one is Five Ds. Is, yeah. No, Zexel. No, Zexel. Five Ds. Yeah. Five Ds. Um, yeah. It's like rich and poor, but on like a mad scale. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and everyone close. has to ride motorbikes, and motorbikes are dangerous enough already. Yeah. Like you, every time you go on a motorbike, you're going to die. Um, Zexel. I don't, haven't watched enough of Zexel I, to say from, what's dangerous. But Zexel I've watched is like Welcome to This Wasteland. <laughs> it's like, okay, I don't know. Cool. Zexel's like Omega Cringe. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can't stand the like main character's voice. I just, I just can't. And even the anim- animations and stuff, everything's like super dark and edgy, and it's just like, no, just stop. Yeah. Um, what was after that? Arc V. Um, Again, char- dimensional, main char- dimensional main character riffs. also very dimensional riffs. Oh yeah. <laughs> dimensional riffs. Uh, the main character is like mega bipolar to a point where they had to separate his personalities into four dimensions. Yeah. And each one of his personalities has a girlfriend. Um. <laughs> The and one you year player that could split into four ways and still have four girlfriends. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, this one, the most recent one, seems to be the most safe. But even then, every so often, someone gets trapped in the digital world for a little while. I just like, yeah. I just, I just like Black Brains. I just thought that was just like a nice change of pace for a lot of it, right? Like, the dude is honestly, like, not cringy. There's very minimal cringe or extra stuff. There. I don't know if there's some cringe later. Maybe Jake doesn't like that he has three points for everything. Yeah. Point there is one. that. Yeah, so this is the thing. He reminds me too much of Josh. <laughs> Way too much like Josh. He's like one... super self-assured, and unfortunately he's in a position where he can back it up. And so he, just keeps, really he just keeps winning with Cybers. Yeah, this is Josh. <laughs> this is literally just Josh. Josh is the protagonist of Aint. It's actually Josh. Look at this guy's yellow hair. It's just yeah, fucking Josh. Josh. This is Josh, Josh. in a week. Oh, shit. Um, and just one last thing to mention as well. Uh, not so much a question, uh, but a statement from a new uh, Discord member named Wampa. Uh, no yeah, question, well, but shout out to the guys and people in the Discord for answering his Yu-Gi-Oh questions all the time. Mm, that is a good question. Our Discord is full <laughs> of a bunch of chads, so if you haven't already, please jump in and uh, is that subscribe? What is it? Join, join the Discord. Join there the Discord. Yes. yes, that's what they all say. That's what the young people say. Smash yeah. the Discord. <laughs> Smash that <laughs> Discord button. <laughs> subscribe to our Discord. Like the comments. <laughs> Pay for Turbo. <laughs> I don't even know what that does. <laughs> Do why it keeps asking me? Would you like to donate to Go Turbo? No. You want some Turbo? <laughs> I think you needed to host um, more than a certain amount of people or something. Okay. Or, oh, that's or, not a problem. Um, <laughs> I could be wrong about that. I'm, I, I think I remember that. No, you, no, it's definitely to facilitate for like good enough like camera setups and. Yeah, I think it allows. Yes, yes, yes. I don't like, remember saying more upload yeah. speed and stuff like that. I think it is, yeah. At one of the remote door YCSs, they're like, during our Discord, they started the YCS and they're like, we forgot to get Turbo. <laughs> Actually, I've had that on a uh, digital, uh, a Digimon online uh, big regional thing, and they were like, they were like, you will literally get extra packs if you volunteer to use your Nitro to help <laughs> yeah. the server like work, because it's probably not going to work. And we're like. Cool story, oh, bro. Fuck, I remember this <laughs> so, so much now. I remember them being like, "Would anyone like to like hook us up with nitro?" Let's <laughs> <laughs> so give us some nitro. Fucking oh, Jesus! Yeah. Uh, Click the nitro. <laughs> Join our nitro. Uh, that does conclude us for today. Thank you all very much for watching. As I said, please uh, join our Discord. Uh, like us on Facebook. Be there. Follow us if you're watching the stream. Uh, no, podcast.
Uh, but yeah, we'll catch you all next week. Peace.